Welcome to Lou's Lips, all the things you wanted to say but didn't know how to say it. Today's topic is why we should care if Ukraine loses. The conflict in Ukraine is not only a regional crisis, but also a global one. If Ukraine loses, it could have serious consequences for the world, such as a humanitarian disaster. The war has already displaced millions of people and caused thousands of casualties. If Ukraine falls, more civilians will suffer from violence, hunger, disease, and human rights violations. A security threat. The war has increased the risk of a direct confrontation between Russia and NATO, which could escalate into a nuclear war. If Ukraine loses, Russia will gain more control and influence over Eastern Europe and the Black Sea region, threatening the security and stability of NATO allies and partners. Already we are hearing Putin wants Alaska back. Like that is never going to happen, but still. An economic shock. The war has disrupted the global energy market as Ukraine is a major transit country for natural gas from Russia to Europe. If Ukraine loses, Russia will have more leverage over the energy supply and prices, affecting the economic recovery and growth of many countries. Although much of Europe has stopped importing gas from Russia and the U.S. is now supplying gas to Europe, this could all change if Russia wins. A democratic setback. The war has undermined the democratic aspirations of the Ukrainian people who have fought for sovereignty and independence from Russia. If Ukraine loses, it will send a message that authoritarianism prevails over democracy and that the international community is unable or unwilling to defend the values and principles of the rule-based order. This is significant, not only because there are several international elections going on at the moment, but it also sends a message that we can't and won't be united. Russia must be stopped and the time is now. There are some that say we should only care what happens on our soil. But what they are failing to realize is that this war of aggression affects us all. If Russia wins, Putin will not stop with Ukraine, whether we want to admit this or not. Putin has an arterial motive, and that is to bring back the USSR. He wants power, he wants recognition, and he can only achieve this by winning in Ukraine. It is not Russia versus Ukraine. It is Russia versus democracy versus the West. What happens when he says, okay, now Ukraine is over. We want Alaska back, which has already been floated around. Will we then care? Will we then say it is now time to put boots on the ground? Why are there some that are saying, not my soil, not my concern? It is our concern. Who is to say that Putin doesn't strengthen his army with more cannon fodder, with more aggression, with more weapons of destruction. This is only the beginning for him. He is not done.
It is not enough for him to take Ukraine, and we all know it. Putin wants complete dominance and respect. That is what he is after. Why wait till he gets to a critical level before we stop it in its tracks now? Why must we wait till we have our own citizens on the ground dying? Is that when we as a people will start to care? It is not right. We must do everything possible to bring this war to an end. Poland is itching to get into the fight, as they should. They recognize that this is a war of aggression, a war against democracy, a war against evil. We can't stand by with our hands behind our backs and hope that it will stop. It won't. And no matter how many people leave Russia because they are against the war, Putin is bringing in others from third world countries that want the promised pay. Is this what we want to bring in our in other countries to be used as a fight that is not theirs? Whether we want to admit it or not, there is a humanitarian crisis going on right now. Putin does not bring his loyal supporters' sons into the mix. He does not bring the elite children into the mix to fight, because then they will be angry when they come back in body bags. Then he will lose his support, his standing, and the ones that matter. He does not care for the outer regions that he is mobilizing. He does not care for the Cubans or the Chinese or the Koreans or the Mexicans that are coming over to fight for him. No, he only cares that he has bodies to deliver to the front. When will we, as a democratic nation, wake up and realize that Putin will not stop until he is stopped for good and completely? Now, the public may seem to care less about Ukraine now than before. Some of the reasons might be war fatigue. The war in Ukraine has been going on for nearly two years and has claimed over 100,000 lives and displaced millions of people. The public may have grown tired or numb of hearing about the same conflict, especially if they do not see any clear resolution or progress. This is not something that is going to end soon. It will go on for a while until we send the weapons that are needed to push back Russia. Media attention. The war in Ukraine may have received less media coverage or attention than other issues, such as COVID-19, the climate crisis, the U.S. midterm elections, or the tensions with China and Iran. The public may be more focused or informed on these topics and less aware or interested in what is happening in Ukraine. In the beginning, we were all horrified over what was happening and we have lost interest, but it is ongoing and until it stops, the media should bring to the forefront what is happening, what is going on, and what measures we can take to bring this to an end. It is no reason why this has to turn into a decades-long war. Perceived relevance. The war in Ukraine may seem less relevant or important to the public than other issues, especially if they do not feel directly affected or threatened by it. 
The public may not see how the war in Ukraine impacts their lives, security, or interests. They may not feel a strong sense of responsibility or solidarity with the Ukrainian people. Political polarization. The war in Ukraine may have become a polarizing or partisan issue, especially in the U.S., where the public may have different opinions or preferences on how to deal with Russia, support Ukraine, or engage with NATO and Europe. The public may also have different views or trust on the information or sources they receive about the war in Ukraine. These are only some of the possible explanations for why the public may seem to care less about Ukraine, but they are not the only ones. There could be other factors, such as personal experiences, psychological biases, social influences, or even public attitudes. Ultimately, the question is going to be, it's going to be less about Ukraine, and it's more a matter of opinion and debate. Now, what's going to happen if we stop giving aid to Ukraine? Some of the possible consequences are going to be Ukraine will lose ground in its war against Russia and may face an additional and insurmountable humanitarian and economic crisis. Without U.S. aid, Ukraine will have less weapons and equipment and resources to fight effectively and to provide basic services to its people. And let's face it, Ukraine was always a peaceful nation. They did not have the army or the weapons to defend themselves, and they never saw a reason for it. Russia will be emboldened and may escalate their aggression, not only in Ukraine, but also in other regions, such as the Baltic states, Eastern Europe, and the Middle East. Russia will also gain more influence and leverage over Europe and the world. The U.S. will also lose its credibility and leadership as a global ally and defender of democracy and human rights. The U.S. is also going to face more challenges and threats from its adversaries, such as China, Iran, and North Korea, who will test its resolve and commitment. We see this now with all the bickering that is going on in Congress. It makes us look like idiots. And the other terrorist nations are standing back and looking and waiting to make their move. Already, North Korea is stating they are preparing. China is preparing. Iran is preparing. They are all looking at the U.S. and they are saying they can't even make up their minds. It is stupid, really. Why we should want Ukraine to win. We want Ukraine to win because supporting democracy and human rights is the right thing to do. We want Ukraine to win because we believe in the principles of democracy and human rights, and we oppose Russia's authoritarianism and aggression. We may see Ukraine as a sovereign nation that has the right to choose its own path and allies, and we may even condemn Russia's violation of international law and norms by invading and occupying parts of Ukraine, countering Russia expansionism and influence. We also want Ukraine to win because we perceive Russia as a threat to our security and interests, and we want to prevent Russia from gaining more territory, resources, and leverage in Europe and the world. We may also see Ukraine as a strategic 
partner in a buffer state that can help us contain and deter Russia's ambitions and actions. Promoting peace and stability in the region and beyond. We value the peace and stability in the region and beyond in Ukraine, and we fear the consequences of a prolonged or escalated war. We may see Ukraine as a victim of Russian aggression and a potential catalyst for a wider conflict that could involve other countries, such as NATO members, impose risks to global security and order. Now, just in these three statements that I just mentioned alone should be reason enough why we can't stop supporting Ukraine. We don't want to be in a position where we look back and say, oh, we should have done this or we should have done that. The time is now to end this war and to provide Ukraine all that it needs. Sure, they may be tired and we may be looking elsewhere at other problems, but guess what? We aren't in the trenches fighting for our land. We have not lost loved ones. Just imagine what they are going through at the moment. Do we really want this to happen to us as well? That's all for today. Thank you so much for listening to Lose Lips and until the next time.